everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. I am Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm, Jr., right here in the Race Time Radio studio. Jr., a quick note, a quick note, a reminder. Do not have your headset cranked up uh, listening to the tunes before the show, because when you hit the opener, it will blow your head right off your shoulders. That just about did me. That's why I don't put it on until right before we start talking. Ah, there you go. And then I've got the level set, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, You're all good, set up. Good evening, everybody. Uh, hey, uh, I hope you're having a great weekend. Uh, I know we are here. we got a dandy show lined up for you tonight. Uh, lots to talk about Coast to Coast, Junior. Uh, did you see the big news with the Pro Stock Tour? Yes. Ken Cunning. Uh, been the GM for 15 years. Ken Cunning is going to uh, finish out 2022, and Ken is going to ride off into the sunset. He's going to do a little retiring, and uh, uh, it's good for him. Man, I'll tell you what, good friend, great GM, and man, has he done a good job. Yes, for sure, and um, you know, it's a change into the guard and, and uh, you know, a, a new opportunity. But he is finishing out the year, yeah. Um, which, you know, it goes to show the uh, um, level of respect that the, that the tour all has for him. And, and uh, uh, you know, there's uh, definitely uh, some, some big changes uh, that, will, that will happen. He will be, you know, deeply missed, uh, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the decision-making process of everything in the tour. Yeah. Um, he's, he's built a, a name for himself as, as a, a very reputable GM of, of the tour and, and director of the tour. Um, they've built something special there. You yeah. know, it's, uh, it's an incredible tour and, and, uh, you know, hats off to him. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be neat to, uh, to see him call his, his final year and, uh, you know, it's the, they're a big family out there. So sure even are. though even though he's done at the end of the year, it doesn't mean that you won't see him at the track anymore. He's he loves this sport. Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah. He uh, he's going to be a part of it. Uh, you know, in one one way, shape, or form. Um, uh, you know, for for a long time to come. So uh, definitely big news. But uh, looking forward to uh, to seeing the year play out. And by all accounts, talking to some people out on the east coast. The mask mandates, the all the mandates, the passport and all that stuff is all going to be done on the 14th. Yes, sir. Like Everything's um, going to be lifted. In, in Atlantic Canada. And, and uh, uh, 2022 will be the season that we wanted in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Or in sure 2020. Rather. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we hope to get Ken Cunning on this show next Sunday night. Uh, we'll get Kenny on here and uh, talk about the news preview the season and there was another notable note uh, that i read uh, with the east coast international pro stock tour uh, their championship uh, banquet at the end of the year that always takes place of course last year couldn't take place uh, the 99 of craig slon white was the champ in 2021 still is um, but he wasn't able to get his hardware because of covid they couldn't gather uh, so what they've decided they're going to do is do the banquet just before the green flag comes out for 2022. I believe they're doing it right at the racetrack, but we'll be able to talk to Ken about that uh, next week on the show. We look forward to uh, hopefully getting him on here, uh, and we'll uh, we cover off everything out there on the East Coast and get you all up to date on things there. Uh, no, Tim Terry is down south uh, working away with uh, Pit Road TV and 
having some fun down there like he always does in the spring. And then he gets back up here and uh, starts things going on the East Coast. But uh, we'll catch up with Ken Cunning next weekend and get you all up to date there. What do you say we go through the list of who we got tonight, Junior? And it's a stellar list, am I, Dad? We're going to continue on our NASCAR Pinty Series preview. Uh, we're doing a season preview, what you can expect. Uh, we're going to catch up with the drivers uh, of the series. We had a couple on there last week, started with L.P. Dumoulin. Uh, he was a lot of fun on the show last week. And uh, who else do we have on there last week? We had another Pinty's driver Daniel on. Daniel That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, my, my mind went soft <laughs> there for a moment. We had uh, Daniel Bois on the show last week, and, and he's going to be part-time. Just running the uh, the races over at Mossport, over at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. But uh, uh, definitely... Uh, you know, looking forward to, uh, to seeing what he can put together. And and uh, by the sounds of it, our first guest up here tonight is going to be a part-timer as well in the series, um, which is uh, definitely exciting news. J.P. Bergeron is going to join us off the top of the hop here. And uh, J.P. coming off a really good speed weeks. We watched him at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, he was a busy cat down there at speed weeks. This was an ex- a, a, a special Speed Weeks this year, wasn't it? Like, it was for me. It was, for sure. There was uh, less Canadian involvement all in all from the short track side of things. Right. Um, But I would say that there was more um, on the big track side of things. Yes. Yep. Yeah, there was. You had guys like Jacques Villeneuve in the Cup Series. You had Jason White, um, Amber Belkin. Uh, in the ARCA series, and Jason White as well in the truck series. Stu um, Friesen. Stu Friesen. You trucks. had Donald Tiege uh, make his debut in the uh, in the ARCA East series uh, over at New, over at uh, New Smyrna. Um, yeah, just a, a a a very solid speed weeks. Yeah, it was. We'll catch up with JP uh, shortly here, uh, and we'll talk to him about. He's going to be in the NASCAR Penny series this year. Uh, he is uh, uh, formally an act. Um, uh, uh, driver uh, out of the province of Quebec. Uh, we don't know JP very well. Uh, we're going to get to know him real good tonight on the show. We'll get into his background and we'll find out uh, how he cut his teeth in this sport and to get his thoughts on uh, w- what's going to be a very, very exciting NASCAR Penny Series in 2022. Also with the NASCAR Penny Series, uh, we jump out of the province of Quebec and get all the way out to Alberta, and we catch up, Junior, with a guy that we always have a lot of fun with. Uh, he drives the number three for EHR, and it's uh, Brett Taylor. Uh, good guy. you probably been with him a few times at the Speedway, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. Brett, uh, you know, has... has built his uh you know he he's built his place in the NASCAR Pinty series over time and it's been a lot of fun to watch um you know you you think back to when he first started out he did a handful of races um you know kind of bounced around and and uh, got his feet wet learned the ropes built throughout you know uh, I'm going to say 2017 2018 um kind of built a, a full season program out um, and into 2019, really took a swing at it, um, and ended up picking up a big win um, in Jucasa uh, at the end of the year. Uh, ran really competitive uh, at at a majority of the oval races. Um, not 
you know, not where he would want to be on the road courses, and, and right. that would be a place that is a is a you know was a needs improvement in in that era in in 2019. Um, of course, COVID hit. Um, he had some good, strong runs at uh, at places like at Jucasa um, for the uh, the Fan Cape Challenge. Um, he he had a couple of decent runs uh, through that 2020 season. Last year had a bunch of great runs. Yes, and, he did. Um, you know, I think back to Flambro. He he had a car that could have won that race um, uh, over Andrew Ranger. Um, he he was very good. Uh, the car was rotating the bottom, amazing. Um, really, you know, uh, it would have would have taken a bumper, I imagine, to get up there. Um, but uh, he's definitely a uh, a very clean racer, and and uh, he he's definitely turning some heads now. Um, and it shows. Look at the side of the car. You know, um, it, it it seems like it was just yesterday he was showing up with a blank race car. Um, now you know you look at it. He's got TCB trailers on board. A brand new sponsor to him with North County or North Country Property Maintenance uh, going to be on his car for uh, for 2022 um, as well. You know, he's got a great relationship with Wing in it through his construction company at West. Um, just a, he's built quite the, the network of sponsorship as well as Fast Eddie, um, which is owner of the team, right, right of, of right. EHR. So um, really uh, he has built himself into uh, one of the flagship uh, cars in the NASCAR Pinty Series. And uh, I think that heading into 2022, he's got uh, arguably the most amount of momentum out of the, out of the series regulars. And uh, he's definitely got bright thing- things on the horizon. Now, how cool is that? To win his first NASCAR Pinty Series race, he had to do it, and he got by the three car. Uh, he beat Jason Hathaway. And what car does he drive today? Yeah. He drives the number three. Not only did he beat Jay to win the race, absolutely, but he beat him out of the seat. Yeah, how about definitely. that. When you look at uh, when you look at that dynamic, you know it's it's. Uh, the, there's a f- handful of cars that I, I would call iconic cars in the NASCAR Pinty Series, and I think the fan base would call it the exact same way. Sure. The 17, DJ Kennington, that's a staple car. When yep. you show up to a Pinty's race, you look down the line and you, you see the 17 car. I yeah, mean, it just no, is, it is. it's just the way that it is. Yep. Um, the 22. Um, the twenty two Scott yep. Steckley, uh, you know, in 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 uh, the the past couple of years, it's been uh, Mark Antoine Cameron, but yes. but you look down the line, the twenty two is a flagship car. Yep. O two, you know, Kerry Mix, whether it be Kerry Mix, whether Corey it be now T J T J Renamato, uh, Dilly as well. Yep. Um, and you know, when you look down the line, there's only a handful of those cars that are the the flagships. They've been there since. Since you know Cascar and Cascar, um, yeah, sold you know, to NASCAR. Yeah, when you look at the uh, at the number three car, it falls into that realm, and uh, the team as well. Um, Ed Hackinson and those guys, uh, Jamie Hackinson and and uh, as well as Jason Hathaway, um, have have built a mega team yep. uh, north of the border. And there's a lot of people that say that that can't be done, and they have done it. Oh, they've and done it. When you look at the three car. Um, you look at the opportunity that that uh, uh, you know Brett Taylor has, um, you know, in front of him. Obviously, took advantage of it last year, got his feet wet with that role, um, and kind of embraced it very well. Um, I I think that uh, it's definitely um, you know it, it, it provides a ton of momentum for him heading into 
really the return to the normal NASCAR Pinty series. Right. 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 It's the in the it's fan cave COVID. challenge. Yeah. 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 F- the fan cave challenge. Uh, first year of COVID. Only a handful of races. Um, last year, uh, only a handful of races between Ontario and Quebec. Now you've got the travel aspect. Right. You've got the longer distance marquee races. They're back. Um, now they are not longer distance with live pit stops like what you what you, what used, you to see, used to see. Yeah, yeah. But they are the longer distance races where there there's a break in the middle or 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 there's a break somewhere in that yeah. in that vicinity. Um, and it is a 300 lap race. You got to yeah. take care of your stuff for 300 laps or or 250 laps, whatever it might be, on the ovals and and you know the full distance of 55 laps uh, on on the big road courses. So mm-hmm. you know when you look at uh, you know this year, you look at the performance that Brett has had. Um, he's heading into something that's really special for for what 22 is, and and uh, I think he won a lot of respect from his teammates. Um, with that win, obviously over the three car yeah. in in 2019, that was a that was a turning point in his career, and and uh, I think he earned a lot of respect from the competitors the way that he's raced since 2020 and 21. So it's uh, I think he's coming in with a ton of momentum. I, I think he's coming in with a with a a, a brand new partner. Um, you know, North Country Property Maintenance. Uh, we've seen them with Shea Gamel um, over the past few years yep. in in the the NASCAR uh, or in the uh, in ABC. the late model series yep. uh, here in Ontario. Um, they are a group of people that that absolutely love motorsports, and uh, uh, I think that that's going to be a really unique uh, unique partnership. And and uh, really, Brett Taylor is a great dude for for representing. Yeah, got to be proud of Jason Hathaway too. He wouldn't put just anybody in that no, number three car. Uh, really proud of him for uh, you know what Jason Hathaway has done. Uh, got to be a tough deal when it's time to hang up the helmet and get on top of the war wagon, keep the team going. It's got to be tough. I'll tell you, that first race or two would have been tough for Jay to be sitting up there looking at his car on the racetrack. He'd be going, I'm not ready to hang it up yet. But uh, I'll tell you what, you can see uh, what these guys have done and what they're about to do in 2022. Going to be off the hook. We will catch up with Brett Taylor. Uh, Also on the show tonight, uh, we're going to introduce you to Dennis Duvall. Dennis Duvall has got a brand-new board game out. He and Craig, uh, his partner, uh, we'll get into all of it. It's called Motor City Madness. And if you like board games, uh, you're I believe you're really going to like this one. It is race-theme-related. And we're going to talk to Dennis Duvall tonight uh, and get the skinny on all of it. And uh, it, it looks like a real interesting game. Uh, I got hooked up uh, with these guys through Gary Elliott, out on uh, the East Coast now, I'm used to seeing Gary Elliott right here. Uh, the Iron Man is out uh, in Nova Scotia. And uh, Gary says, hey, Joe, have a look at these guys, and uh, I'll hook you up with them. Uh, it's going to be kind of a cool thing. And sure enough, Gary, right on the money, uh, we will talk to Dennis tonight on the show. And then, finally, in hour number two, back out to Canada's West Coast, back into the province of Alberta, We're going to talk to the whiskey number eight. Uh, We got Kelly Admiral going to join the show. Of course, big news last week announced right here on Race Time Radio uh, with Trevor Siebert from Penticton Speedway and Avion Motorsports. Uh, We will have live coverage of the Western Rattler 300 and the Venom 100 street stock race. It's all coming up. April 29th and 30th. 
we will have live coverage. Finally, Junior, as you say, pandemic over? Uh, well, at least it looks like it's over. Race Time Radio back at the racetrack doing live broadcasts, flag-to-flag coverage. And my dad, Jerry Paxton, was going to be the guy coming out there with us. Uh, Jerry isn't going to be able to make it to that race. He is going to be down in Florida. Had it already scheduled. He said, Joe, I think I can make it work. But I'm going to have it'll be a divorce on the other side. So (laughs) uh, we will make sure Jerry and Sylvia stay together. And uh, I picked up the horn and got a hold of old seven time out there on Canada's East Coast uh, in New Brunswick. I grabbed Mr. Brad Mann and said, hey, Brad, what do you think? You coming to B.C.? And he said, absolutely. So Brad Mann will be out there along with myself and we'll uh, join together with the Penticton Speedway broadcast team. And we will bring you live coverage flag to flag Friday and Saturday. You won't miss a lap, but you got to be at the racetrack with us. You got to come out and have a good time. Uh, but if you can't, uh, you can at least depend on Race Time Radio to have absolute live coverage of Canada's first big short track race. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. So that's what we got coming at you tonight. And we're going to get to absolutely all of it on the other side of break one. J.P. Bergeron going to join us right off the hop. And I, I did already. So later on in the show, you're probably going to play, you know, Joe hasn't put his foot in his mouth yet. Ah. Right? I mean, we've we've played that little clip like lots of times. I've already put my foot in my mouth. Did you? I said that J.P. was going to be part-time, and I was alluding to he was going to be into the Pinty series. He's not going to be part-time. He's going to be full-time in full-time. this deal. Um, so... Definitely big news uh, coming out of JP's camp, and and uh, looking forward to uh, to catching up with JP and and talking a little bit of New Smyrna, talking a little bit of late model racing, talking a little bit about NASCAR Penny Series. Well, we're gonna do all of the above in just oh, about four or five minutes. Stay right there. We're just getting fired off. Junior and I'll be back in just a shake, and we'll have JP Bergeron with us. Pinties. We'll talk season preview twenty twenty two. Hi, this is Tim Ellis, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. If I had a tail, it'd be wagon. <laughs> From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super and Pro Lay Model teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend, and it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and Super Pro Lay Models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made. In the Street Stock 100 and a Super Pro Late Model Western Rattler 300. 
the green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her one piece. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand at racetimeradio.com. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick, quick fire starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick, quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick Quick. They're available online. Go to quickwick.com and they ship to your door. Quick Quick fire starters. They work. Got old Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Woo! Holy cow. The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's race time radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you tuned in tonight. Uh, we are going to get to the hotline, and uh, we're going to we, uh, welcome in a guy that has never been on Race Time Radio. We've been on the air for, what, 13, 14 years? 16 years. What am I saying? And we've never had J.P. Burst run on until tonight. He is getting ready for the NASCAR Pinty Series. He's going to go full tilt, and he joins us right now on the hotline. J.P., how you doing? I'm really good. Yourself? Fantastic, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us tonight on Race Time. Uh, you got a busy schedule all planned. Uh, you got the NASCAR Pinty Series looking straight at you. This is going to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be a really big season for me, a big, big step in my career. Uh, happy to have uh, sponsors coming on board, like Prolong Controls and CTSR, Technoflex, uh, Oliver Ford, the Russo Metal, and a bunch of others come in with us to make this happen. We'll be running a full season with a, a good race team with Dave Jacobs Racing, uh, who won championship with Alex LeBay back in 2017. So uh, going to be a big season, high expectations, but uh, busy, and uh, I'll develop a lot of my driver style, that's for sure. JP, uh, you've got a really great relationship with uh, with the gentleman that you just mentioned there, with Alex Labe. Um, you guys, you guys have been buddies for a long time, and and you guys, your your family's company has worked with him on on the the Xfinity side, on the NASCAR Pinty side. Uh, you you've uh, raced lots uh, in and around with Alex Labe. 
talk a little bit about what it means to be jumping into that ride with Dave Jacombs and all those different integral pieces that, that Alex has had so much success with. Um, we talked a little bit about iconic numbers and iconic cars um, leading into the show, talking about the number three and talking about the 17 and all those different cars. Dave Jacobs is one of those iconic owners in the NASCAR Pinty Series. It's not like you're putting together a new effort. This is a this is a, a tried true uh, uh, effort and program. It's got to mean a lot uh, as a short track guy jumping in there. Yeah, sure, it means a lot. I mean, uh, stepping into a program that already had so much success back in the day with Andrew Ranger, Alex LeBay, and a bunch of others. I mean, it's it puts a bit of pressure on me, but I mean, I think the best way to do it is getting right people around you and that's the, that's the key if you want to make sure you win rookie of the year and try to be uh good in the standing at the end i don't want to say i were we're aiming for a championship because that's that's probably too much to ask for a first year but just to be there with around surrounded around good people having mario goslin is going to come on board with us for a few races as well coming from the xfinity side so uh i mean sure it's a big step from short track i ran a bit of arca last year uh so i got views a bit to these uh heavier cars uh can't wait to play fenders with uh, the, a lot of guys that I've been watching for the past few years. So sure, put the pressure on me, but I think it's going to be a hell of a fun time of the summer. You know what they say, right? If you shoot for the moon, if you miss, you're just going to land in the stars, right? That's the, I mean, the championship is not out of the question with the list of guys and teams and, or, or personnel that you just listed off. Um, uh, we, we watched you, um, you know, I, I've seen you, I've seen you on track a handful of times, uh, whether it be, you know, through streaming services or, or, you know, in person, depending on, on where we're at. Um, but when you look at, uh, when you look at what you just came off the track doing, um, you had a, a really decent outing, uh, over at New Smyrna Speedway. Talk to us a little bit about that and what kind of momentum that gives you heading into the year. Uh, we had a really good week uh, during Speed Weeks uh, running for our RCS, uh, Jamie Skinner's race team. We had, I mean, we had a good week. We had some uh, issues, uh, like for two nights, mechanical issues, which probably took us out of the championship uh, points. But we still ran pretty good. Uh, we just couldn't qualify good, but uh, we we ran top five pretty much all week, which is uh, more than what we expected uh, coming in there with a lot of guys and big teams. I mean, everyone goes down there for. For speed week, so it's a big, uh, a big week and a big, uh, a big step to to be there and try to win. So just to com- contend all night was was great for me, and just getting uh, had Dave Jacobs down there with me as well. We that's that's where we actually signed the contract for the Pinty deal. So I had a bunch of pressure, I should say, because I had people around me watching me a lot, and everyone knew I was going to be doing Pinties. Uh, I just came out of Arca, so I mean. You, when you're racing with big teams, everyone has high expectations for you, so I think it, it has good and bad. But uh, for sure, had a strong speed week there, and that's just a better way to start uh, 2022. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, you, you, it was great watching you. Uh, I was able to watch up here on Flow Racing. Uh, never missed a lap that you were out there, my friend. Uh, you, it was exciting to see you out there along with Corey Hall. And uh, there, there, you, we had some uh, uh, very good quality uh, Canadian content this year at New Smyrna Speedway. And you definitely added to the list of guys to watch. Uh, I got a sneaky suspicion you're going to be a guy to watch in the NASCAR Pinnies as well. Have you had your eye? I know a uh, busy guy being in ARCA last year. Have you got your eye, or did you have your eye last year in the NASCAR Penny Series? Is it something that uh, JP you've been watching for a little while uh, out the sort of out the side? 
Well, I've been watching since I started racing back in 2017. Uh, well, I, the first race I actually saw of a NASCAR race was a Pinty's race, uh, I think, was in Trois Rivières a couple of years ago. Uh, from back in 2015 or so. Uh, my dad sponsored Alex Tagliani for a few years as well. So we got involved in there. And I, the, the type of series when, that, I, that I know I would probably race one day but didn't expect to do it. I mean, just the quality of drivers and the, the funding it takes to get there and to build the race team to go and compete out there in the Pinty Series takes just a, a bunch of opportunity to got to line up to get there. So it's not something I was really... Uh, focusing on and just kind of got through. We, I think, I improved a lot of my driving style. We had a bunch of partners partner with us for the past few years, which helped us moving forward. And I think Pinty Series was just a, a no-brainer to go out there and try to do something and prove ourselves that we're one of the Canadian, the best Canadian drivers out there. We're with J.P. Bergeron. He is going NASCAR Pinty Series racing this year. Uh, J.P., a lot of Quebec drivers that I've seen over the years. Uh, you know, they usually come out, I, I point at guys like Alex, uh, uh, Alex Labbe. I take a look at, uh, uh, you know, guys like LP Dumoulin, uh, road course ringers. These guys are really good on road courses. And, uh, you know, a guy like LP had to really learn the oval track end of things. That isn't so with you, right? You, uh, were an act series driver. Uh, you guys ran on oval tracks. How is the road course experience on your side? I would say the road course experience is probably lacking on my side. Uh, I've been doing a lot of iRacing stuff to try and catch up. Uh, I ran a bit of uh, RS1 out west uh, last year to try and get used a bit to heavier cars and road courses and just in preparation to run a Pinty series because, I mean, we got to say half of the races, I think, are road course, which is a big deal. And usually, like you said, Quebecers are known to be best of the best on road course, which is the opposite of me because I, I, I don't have any road course background really apart from you know lapping and stuff so it's going to be a big a big a big um a big challenge for me but i think just that go out there and be already strong on oval which i know if i got if i'm if i got to win a race it's going to be for sure an oval so i just got to focus now on roll course and try and getting better there but it's a bit of an of a deposit uh way I would say compared to LP Dumoulin or Alex Labay that were that were road course ace before it even got the Pinty series. Well and Junior gonna be a lot like that uh, other real good big star that we know, uh Raphael Lazard is uh, maybe a JP comparison that's correct. Where, that's where I was going with it. Yeah, that's hundred percent. That was that was what I was you can't see us in the studio here, but I was I was saying me. Throw <laughs> me, it to me. me. Throw it, throw to, it me. to me. Throw it to me. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. That's what I was going to say is that it, it, you remind that path, um, that you mentioned, um, is, is so much similar to what, uh, what Raphael Lassard has, has been able to do now because of his talent, you know, he, he picked it up really quick on the road course. We've seen him have a couple of good runs at, at Trois-Rivières. You've of course been there. You understand the, the value of what Trois-Rivières is to, to not only to, to the NASCAR Pinty Series, but to the province of Quebec, um, and and you've you've taken in the event. Um, but when you 
look at uh, at you know being an oval ringer, you know when you look at some of the champions that that you go down the line, you don't necessarily got to be a road course ringer to be a champion in the sport, oh, or, no. or not in the sport in in the in the series. Um, you look at guys like like DJ Kennington; he would say that he's not a road course ringer at all, um, and he's got he's got a handful of them, right? So it's yeah. uh, uh, same deal with Scott Steckley, um, you know, and and uh, it's so interesting the, the schedule that the NASCAR Pinty Series puts out there is uh, is so competitive and so diverse um, as well. The other question that we got to ask you, JP, uh, I think we're going to ask everybody that's uh, that's that's in the NASCAR Penny Series. Uh, what's your experience level on dirt uh, with the addition of Ashwikin? Uh, it's a it's a big unknown for everybody in the Penny Series. But do you got any you got any tricks up your sleeve heading onto the dirt at the Big O? Well, I don't have any much experience on dirt right now, but uh, I'm aiming to get a lot of experience before the, the actual Pinty's race. We're working on a few deals, maybe get into a sportsman dirt car or something for a few races, try and get surrounded by good people as well. I know a few guys that run dirt uh, weekly around here, so I might be able to get a, a good a good pointers before we go there. Uh, I think some of guys probably have a lot more experience than me, like Andrew Ranger and stuff that's been running on dirt where they were a kid. I never actually raced on dirt, so apart from doing four-wheeler stuff, I don't have any other dirt experience, but uh, we're going to sure work on this and make sure we can get some seat time before we get in the Pinty's car this weekend. Well, you'll do fine. I can uh, guarantee it. It's going to be exciting to watch you out there. Your car number, what's the car going to look like? Uh, is there any renderings that have been done yet, JP? Yeah, we, we have a few stuff on on our Facebook page, JP Bergeron Racing, which uh I strongly suggest everyone goes and follow to help us out. It helps us grow a community and grow our sponsors. But, uh, yeah, we're going to run the number one card this year for Dave Jacobs. Uh, with other sponsors I didn't mention earlier, they're still going to come on board with us. Uh, MRA, DL Performance Aircraft Technologies, and Aviation Networks are also going to be with us. So it's going to be a big year sponsor-wise. We have a pretty good-looking car. We're still working on closing off a, a few other deals for specific sponsorship uh, at different racetracks. But uh, other than that, the car design is uh, similar to where I ran in Arca last year, but uh, you can see it online on my Facebook page. It's, it's right there with the uh, press releases. How about Twitter? Are you on Twitter, Instagram, all that? Uh, can fans follow you along on all that, or do you direct them to Facebook, and there you go? Yeah, well, I have Facebook, but also I have uh, Instagram with JP Bergeron Racing as well. So I uh, strongly suggest you guys uh, come and follow me. I'm not on Twitter yet, but uh, I've been asked a lot to be on Twitter, so I think uh, I'll have to get an account in, the, in a, few, a few days from now because everyone's been asking about Twitter in the past few weeks in every interview, so I think i got to get a Twitter. But uh, for now, Instagram and Facebook is the way to go. Hey, man, it's uh, it's the, the way on, on the racing world. It seems like that's the way we keep up with everybody is on Twitter, right? <laughs> it's uh, it, it, Definitely. Facebook and Instagram is, is just as good, though. Uh, yeah, you know, scrolling through you guys put out lots of great content um you know lots of uh lots of fan involvement and and uh lots of exciting stuff to uh to look at uh talk a little bit about your schedule um outside of the pinty series this year i know you mentioned that you might have a, a couple of stints in in a um in a sportsman car but uh are we going to see you in in some late model races or what are we what are we going to see jp in uh, aside from from nascar pinty's uh, before the Pinty season starts, I'm going to go out with my late model at uh, Loudoun for the act race. Uh, I'll run there for, I think, the Northeast Classic on April 15th. Uh, and also, I'll run probably a few other 
auto oval, oval race with mileage model, but I don't know which one yet in Quebec. Uh, that's and maybe around fall time, but we don't have an exact schedule for after the Pinty series. We might get a, in the States and run a few other races in other series. But for now, we're going to focus on Pinty series. We're going to run a few, uh, maybe a few RS1 races uh, out west and some sportsman dirt cars. So that pretty much fills the summer really quick. I'll tell you what, it's going to be exciting, and you're going to add to that excitement, JP. Uh, welcome to the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, it, it's just going to be exciting with guys like you in this series. Uh, it's going to add another layer. Uh, all those old crafty veterans like DJ Kennington Jr., uh, th- these guys are going to have to watch out. you got young guns coming. They're coming to blazing. you got uh, Raphael Lazard. you got JP coming. Uh, there's a lot of really good teams. Daniel Bois going to be in there. A lot of different faces in new places. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we've we've heard, uh, you know, a couple of times through the grapevine that there's a couple of others out there as well that uh, are, are going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of new looks in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Even though guys like Mark Antoine Cameron has turned a lot of laps out there, he's got a new team underneath him and with very high expectations. Um, you know, you've got uh, you've got guys like Brandon Watson. He's going to be stepping yeah. into the NASCAR yeah, Pinty yeah. Series. Uh, Trayton Lapsovich as well on his return. Uh, kind of, you know, he's, he's returning to the NASCAR Pinty Series. Um, it's... <laughs> There has never been this much of an influx in the NASCAR Pinty Series since it became NASCAR. Right. I mean, I, I've never seen this much influx of, of talent, uh, influx of sponsorship, um, and and this much momentum heading into the series. I know there's some, there's still a bunch of question marks out there of of you know where this guy's going to fall or this guy's going to land, um, and that's the neatest part about this whole deal is that there's still a bunch there uh, to come down the pipe and a lot of news and and uh, man, I, I can't wait to see you out there. Congratulations on the roll. Congratulations. On, on getting everything put together, JP, and uh, looking forward to see a race number one. Be nice to that 17. Yeah, well, well, thank you for having me, and uh, we'll sure you put the best effort out there, and we'll go and try to get a win this year, and uh, we'll do our best to uh, showcase our car uh, with Dave Jacobs. 10-4, buddy. Well, we will be in touch with you lots throughout the course of the year, JP. We'll get, to get you back on the show and see how you enjoyed that first ride, and uh, many more after that. We'll get you back on this show lots. I got your number now. You're sunk, buddy. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I'll be waiting for your call. You bet. Do me a favor, too. Uh, when you get to the shop, make sure you say hello to Dave Forrest and uh, uh, Mario. Uh, we're all good friends. Uh, I haven't seen those guys in a while, but I definitely, definitely look forward to catching up with all of you and meeting you in person. Uh, through uh, 2022. JP, thanks for the time. Uh, go get him, kiddo. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. You bet. JP Bergeron, watch for him in the NASCAR Penny Series. We're going to hit a quick break here. When we come back, another guy that has got a win in the Penny Series. We're going to be out to Calgary and grab Brett Taylor. He'll be driving the three in 2022, and he'll be on Race Time Radio next. Everybody, this is Tom Walters, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From 
coast to coast, 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 to coast. you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wit. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick, they work. Lead singer of Great Big C, Alan Doyle. There's a song on the, the, on the record called Back to the Harbor, which is the title track that I actually sing with my dad. And then the one you made reference to, the Back Home on the Island, is, is one of the songs that really I always I, I reference it as an old Ron Hines, a famous Newfoundland songwriter song, but it was the words could have been spoken out of my father or or my uncle's mouth, you know, it's like a, it was just it's one of those perfect paintings. Sirius XM Channel 167. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled life. Lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Now, a flashback in Canadian music history. Here's Eric Elper. Rush holds a special place in our hearts and in the record books. They've sold more than 40 million copies around the world. They have a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and officers of the Order of Canada. And they've released 24 gold records and 14 platinum albums, placing them fifth for the most consecutive gold or platinum studio albums by any rock band. The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super Red Pro Model teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and super pro light models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the street stock 100 and a super pro light model Western Rattler 300. The green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her in one piece. From the high banks of Daytona to the snow banks in Canada, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. 
And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! Here on Race Time Radio. And just like that, we are back with you tonight live on Race Time Radio. I hope you're all having a good time out there. I know the weather is a little goofy in different spots. Uh, real high winds here in Ontario, uh, playing havoc with lots of stuff. But let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And welcome in our next guest. I always look forward to talking to this next uh, guest. Uh, he drives the number three in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, he comes to us from Alberta, and he is raring to go, I can well imagine. Uh, it's Mr. Brett Taylor. What's going on tonight there, Brett? How are you? Hey, Joe. How's it going? Fantastic, my friend. How about you? Doing great. Itching to get back to the track. Yeah, get your butt back in that seat, I bet. What have you been doing all winter? Eye uh, uh, racing to stay sharp, or what have you been doing? Maybe riding your sled or what? Yeah, well... We have a, currently we have about six inches of snow here in Alberta, so we had nothing last week, but um, uh, some tobogganing, yeah, with the kids, I guess, but in terms of racing, I, uh, I've been uh, working out, you know, I do a lot of cardio, do a lot of weights and stuff in my gym, and then I have a simulator as well in my gym, so yeah, I'm on iRacing quite a bit, not as much as I'd like to be, being a father and a business owner, you know, you only have so <laughs> much time to, to get on the simulator, so... Yeah, well, you gotta, yeah. you, you got, you gotta do what you gotta. It's a busy life, isn't it? When you're a dad, when you're in business, and uh, you try and wedge uh, uh, racing in there, and of course, being out there in Alberta, and a lot of the races taking place, uh, you know, either here in Ontario, Quebec, it's always seems to be a travel for you each and every race. It is. You're right. It's uh, it's obviously a big commitment for me and my family to. Um and my 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 partners, my supporters, they you know my TCB, they travel with me a lot, and yeah, it's a big commitment. We love it though. We love being part of um, of that family out east, and um, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Obviously, it'd be nice if we had more races out west, but you know, this season, um, I partly get back that wish. We have you know two races here, um, first time in two years, right? Or this is. Well, this will be the third season, so yep. really looking forward to that. Absolutely, yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, we're we're back to a a, a conventional NASCAR Pinty Series schedule, something that we've been licking our chops for for uh, for for the the past two full seasons, right? It's uh, uh, it's gonna feel like a normal deal this year uh, coming up. Hopefully, that's the that's the name of the game. We're all we're all hoping for uh, for you know normal, and and normal means uh, a he- a one heck of a season. Um, when, when you look at, uh, at all the stuff that you've got coming down the pipe, Brett, uh, uh, you know, it seems like it was just yesterday. Um, you know, looking back at 2017, 18, um, just coming into the series, getting your feet wet, um, you know, kind of building off of each individual race, you know, uh, you treated every race like a stepping stone and, and, uh, you know, every time you went back to a racetrack, your intention was to get better and, and, and you've done that. It's, uh, it's been really cool to watch, um, from, from the outside. I think, I think fans would echo that. I think competitors would echo that as well. Um, when you look at, at what you've been able to accomplish, uh, you know, in, in the series, um, take us back to the win back in, in 2019. That was a big turning point in Brett Taylor racing and, and, uh, it's gotta be a whirlwind since then. 
Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for all those uh, pleasant words there, Joe. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it, it, you know what? The, the win was definitely my biggest highlight of my uh, NASCAR racing career. But, you know, it, to me, it kind of started, it, it, was, it was building off of, um, um, you know, my, my switch to EHR and, and uh, coming under uh, Hathaway's wing and his guidance and, and having, uh, having them believe in me and, and put in that effort towards me. Um, and uh, giving me the equipment I needed to be able to run up front. And, you know, when we came out west on that western swing, and, you know, it's funny how, how you know, that's kind of where my, uh, I feel the transition in my career started. Saskatoon. Out west, and that's where I live, right? Because I, I, uh, I, I joined with EHR. Um, the first race was, uh, well, actually, the first race was Honda Indy. But in terms of the ovals, my first race was Saskatoon, and that was my first career podium. And then, um, and then uh, that was, you know, that was pretty special. I have to say, like going to Saskatoon, um, love that track. Raced a, a ton on that track. Really cut my teeth in, on oval racing on my tr- on that track. You know, racing late models and everything I could there being able to podium was, was pretty special but yeah going back to Jacasa, you know i i hope i have more wins this season that i can i can tell you guys about but yeah that one was definitely epic it was it was uh it was pretty cool racing you know the boss man uh jason hathaway for yeah. the win um and it was su- super cool because that track is you know there's something special and unique about that track and sadly we're not going back there again but uh, you know that that day in itself was was a uh, was there was a lot of competition. There was a 25 or 26 other cars and really good cars there. So it was, you know, it, it was nice to have a first win that, you know, um, well you'll take any win you can get. But Absolutely. It, it was for for me, anyways. Looking back, it was nice to have a win that I really worked for and worked hard at. And I think everybody can agree that it, it wasn't like given to me. And and it was yeah it was really nice to just you know like go out there and really put everything I had and and come away with that victory drive so. drive up to the front and take it right it's it's not yeah. you didn't win it because the leader got a flat tire you didn't win it because the leader spun out you 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 you, you drove up to the front drove up past third fourth the fifth you, you drove right up through there and 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 took the lead and and won the race on the yeah. last lap it was an exciting race it's called earning but it exactly it's yeah. called earning it well, yep Jason made me earn it. I, I still yes, he did. after the race. I'm like, buddy, what was going on? Why did you have to race me that hard? <laughs> and that's what that's what I love about Jason, right? He doesn't give you anything, right? He'll just he makes you earn it. So it seems, Brett. So uh, you know, I think that every driver has has a memorable uh, highlight reel, right? I, I think that every driver could think back to three highlight reel moments in their career. Um, and, and, you know, even if they're existing, you know, in, in the sport, um, whether they're retired or whether they're, they're still in the sport, they can think back to three really iconic moments. And the neat part with you is I, I think I can see your three, uh, just by closing my eyes and thinking about it. And, and the Saskatoon race that you mentioned, 
Um, that was one of them because that was kind of like your coming out moment uh, in the sport. You know, like it's it was like wow, he's here. You know, and I remember it was you. it was a big moment because you and DJ yeah. put on a show. Um, you guys you guys raced each other as hard as you possibly could without wrecking each other, and I think both of you got out of the car smiling. And you know, you bumped, you rubbed, you you moved each other. You, you he crowded you, you crowded him. It was a great race. Um, yeah. You know, you think about that. You think about the win at Saskatoon, uh, and then I'm going to go back to this year, this past season. Um, you had a car that could have won at Flamborough Speedway. Had the cards fallen the right way, had you got a yellow at the right time at the end of that race, uh, and and just had a little bit of track position, I think you had the best car on the racetrack. Um, you know, for the final fifty laps, it was just the way that the cautions fell and and the way that you were kind of mired back in traffic. I don't think you had the qualifying effort that you wanted, but but I would say that Flamborough this year. Um, we seen the Brett Taylor from Saskatoon and, and I want to kind of ask you about that because really out of those three moments, um, you went out there and, and, you know, put the flag in the ground and said, I'm going to take this and I'm going to get it. And you charged your way up to that front running position. What, what sets those three races apart from the other races where maybe you got a top five or maybe you got a top eight. What sets those three races apart to you? Because you, you couldn't be on three more different racetracks, right? It's not like yeah. all three happened at Jucasa. Jucasa, uh, you know, uh, auto clearing or, or Wyant group. What's it called now? There's Sutherland. Sutherland, Sutherland Speedway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but Saskatoon and Flamborough Speedway, those three racetracks are very different. Um, yeah. what, what sets those, those days apart and, and how do you build on those? Well, before I answer that, I want to circle really quickly back around to the Saskatoon race or, which was our first podium. And, you know, and it's just, sometimes there's these cool moments when you know, you're talking about this, you're, you're explaining, like I'm listening to you and then something popped in my head, you know, the highlight reel. And one thing I wanted to share with you guys and everybody that's listening that, not many people hear about or see. They don't see this stuff because this is the stuff that happens, you know, after the race is done between drivers. And what was really cool was that was the first time that I ever raced the, the fast guys, really. Yeah. Right. Every yep. you know, prior in my career, I was racing for tenth or twelfth or you know would get lucky and get like an eighth place because guys would wreck ahead of me or something like that. But this was the that was the first time I ever raced the top racers in Canada and, and arguably some of them in North America. And, and, um, I remember, um, and, and Joe, you, you were probably spotting for Rangers. So I don't know if you would have seen it as much, but, but I, I was racing DJ for third and, um, and, and DJ, you know, we raced hard and I, and I didn't even touch DJ. I, you know, I was inside of him. He was pinching me down and first time ever racing DJ. And, and I, I could imagine, my, these competitors, these veterans are, are like, where the hell did Brett just come from? Why is he, is he, is he the guy that's in this car right now? Like, who is this guy, right? And uh, so I'm, I'm racing him hard and, 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 myself try, and myself trying to show as much restraint and, 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 and being as careful as I can because the last thing I want to do is for the first time being racing, you know, um, for third, wreck a guy or wreck myself and look like an idiot, right? Yeah, so, for sure. So I, I raced as hard, as clean as I could, and then I remember, remember right after the race, uh, DJ came up to me. Like, I was still taking off my, my helmet, and he, and he leaned in the window, and, 
and and he said, you know, Brett, like that's a whole lot of respect for you. Good job, kid. You did awesome. You know, you have a ton of respect now from me for racing me that way, and and, and good job. And and that I don't know that that resonates with me because you know DJ's uh obviously you guys know he's a veteran in the sport in Canada, and, and I have a lot of respect for him. And it's pretty cool to have somebody like that come come and tell you something like that after and that really kind of helped with my my confidence but but that was kind of what i wanted to share to you guys but back to the back to your question um you know there's certain tracks that you just connect with and and flamborough i don't know if it's because i it feel it reminds me a lot like Wetaskiwin, and i've raced a lot out Wetaskiwin, and and flamborough also reminds me a lot of a road course Yep. Like you, you like you attack the corners, and it's you, you just feel like you're on a you know constant left hand road course, and um, I don't know. I, I was just uh, like that that track. Just I connect with that track, and and uh, we we seem at to you know EHR is a really good setup at that track. You know, uh, Jason has won many races there uh, over the last couple of years, but um, yeah, like. It's, uh, Flamborough to Saskatoon to Jucasa, like I, I see a lot more um, uh, um, of, of the same style of racing between Saskatoon and Jucasa. Like Jucasa and Saskatoon, you can really attack the corner and you can roll through the center and like throttle down hard on exit. So I, I feel like that's why you know those two tracks were good for me. But um, yeah, Flamborough last year, that third place was pretty cool because. You know, I had my son there, and, and you got to see me podium. And, uh, you know, last year was, like, was it, we wished we would have had more results, to say it, you know, the, the best way possible. Like, For sure. We just, had bad, we just had bad luck. Like, just, you know, all, all season long, we just couldn't, I couldn't find my groove. And, you know, whether it, whether it was transmission breaking or, you know, like you said earlier, track position or, you know, just who knows what it was, but it was just, you know, I, I got put in the wall in Saskatoon, or not Saskatoon, uh, Sunset, and then we found something was bent at the end of the season. So it's like, you know, all these little things, sometimes it's just not just not your year, and uh, we, we really hope that this year is going to be a lot different. We actually know it's going to be. Well, it will be, Brett, because you're putting the effort into it and uh, you're driven. Hey, uh, we got to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on some news and some highlights. It takes 90 seconds, and then we're coming back for hour two. Can I get you to stick around? I still got two more questions for you, kid. Yeah, 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 for sure. Perfect. Uh, we are going to throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. We'll get everybody up to date. Uh, like I say, takes 90 seconds, and then we're going to continue our NASCAR Pinty Series review. Uh, review preview for 2022 uh, with the number three car, Brett Taylor. Uh, he is going to hang out, uh, and we got a few more, and then we'll get into our number two with absolutely the rest of the guests. It's going to be huge, and we need you to stick around. Uh, we will be back. It will go quiet, so just stay right there, and uh, we'll be back with you live in just a moment right here live tonight on Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, 
the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got old Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow. The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. Uh, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. <laughs> We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight. Live on Race Time Radio, we are on the hotline with the number three car in the NASCAR Penny Series. Of course, it's Brett Taylor uh, from Alberta. Uh, it, Brett, got to ask you here, uh, uh, you know, the, the Ontario teams, uh, maybe the teams out of Quebec, uh, kind of lucky guys, right? Uh, the, 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 there's always a practice day before race number one and uh you know if you're close enough and you know it doesn't break the bank you can get out and get a few laps on before the green flag goes in the air for a brand new season with you all the way out in alberta it's got to be a monumental task to try and show up to get a few test laps in will you do that this year uh or are you going to just uh you know uh, get jay to test the car in and show up race number one and go for it what's the plan yeah, that's a good question. You know, every every year, uh, every year actually, we do make a solid effort to test. Um, last season, I think we tested three times. This season, we're going to be out five times. So, um, we we it's definitely really really busy in the EHR camp um, prior to race season. And uh, for for me, I know it sounds monumental, but it's a four hour flight. You know, I uh, I I leave on a you know Friday at ten a.m. I'm there and. And uh, it, it's it's miss a day of work or you know a day from the fam and, and you're back. So it's it's not too too bad, but it's 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 very important I think to be competitive in the series. Oh yeah, Absolutely. to get the feeling of that race car. You know uh, the, the the cars are going to be prepared. You know they're going to be. Uh, Jay will uh, you know definitely check and double check and triple check. Absolutely everything on that race car, so you know yeah. that that'll be okay. Uh, but, you know, from a driver's standpoint, uh, there's nothing like, uh, you know, getting in and getting the feel of it again. Uh, it can, at times, take a few laps. And in this series, with the competition level, uh, you can't afford a couple laps if you are looking at the win. And, you know, if you're looking at a championship, you got to be spot on every single lap of every single race. And testing yeah. will play a key role in that. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you know, and there's different ways you can test, right? It's, you know, a, a lot of people don't really consider race car drivers athletes, but, you know, obviously, I, I think they are, obviously. Oh, yeah. I am, I am a driver, but I, I, I quite often compare racing to, to golf because I feel like it's, it's as much of a, of a mind sport as golf is. You know, if you are not, if your mind's not on top of it, um, it doesn't matter how good of a driver you are. You can you can mess up, 
right? So there's oh, ways yeah. to just strengthen your mind um, prior to the season, too. You know, I, I, and I agree wholeheartedly with you. Um, I think uh, of a guy, uh, Matt Pertigo, uh, drives the 21 Global Warranties APC car. Uh, yeah. I've known Matt for quite a few years now. Met him at Delaware Speedway. I believe it was his first race or one of his first races. Uh, got a chance to meet him before the race. Kept an eye on him throughout the course of the race. Uh, the guy surfaces, uh, I want to say he finished second in that race. Uh, it, one of these, just like, hey, where the hell did Brett come from? Well, that day yeah. it was where the hell did Matt come from? Uh, got a chance to talk to him after, and he literally just got out of the car. I want to say it was a, a great Canadian 200 yeah. at Delaware Speedway. It was a rocket hot day, Brett. Uh, Matt yep. got out of that car, and I was interviewing other guys, and I'm telling you, you pretty well, uh, some of the guys were looking for oxygen. It was so hot, they were just, you know, beat red, sweating like to beat the band. Uh, Matt Pertigo got out, and I, I kid you not, looks like he just, you know, stepped out of the living room, and uh, <laughs> it didn't, hadn't broke a sweat or anything. And I said, uh, Matt, did you actually drive that race car? Yeah. And he said, yeah, but yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, of course, I'm kidding. I've seen you get out of the car. But it doesn't even look like you just ran 200 laps here at Delaware in plus 30 humid degrees. And uh, he said, well, that's what training will do for you. So, And it's true. Uh, and he was one that really, really showed me a lot. Uh, you, yeah. you don't realize uh, how much that training that you're doing now and in the off season can pay huge dividends when it comes time for, you know, getting in and out of that race car. Exactly. You know, I always tell my team, I, I don't want to be the weak, the weak link, you know, because I, I always will be. So I want to try to take as much off the table as I can. Right. And I, and I would hate to be, to lose a race because I, I didn't, um, I didn't, I wasn't fit enough. Right. That mm -hmm. would, that'd be a hard thing to, to live with. Absolutely. Now, how about yeah. dirt? Uh, you got a dirt race coming up this year. Any dirt laps uh, for for Brett Taylor? Have you had any? Or are you going to get any? I've been following along with this. I, I'm looking forward to this answer because I, I've seen a couple of the pictures, and they look a lot different than a Penny's car. What you've been in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I will be. I'm going to be doing some testing um, out in Saskatchewan there with my buddy Jason. And um, not Jason Hathaway, different Jason. Oh, J you guys know know him, Jason Hankowich. He's sure. a really good dirt, dirt racer, and yep. he runs the track out there. And he, um, I did a race with him last season um, in a street stock, so we're going to be doing some testing and, and laps together, and I'll try to get in a race out there if I can, if I can make time for it. But that's yep. Estevan Speedway, correct? Yeah, good for you. You get some laps in, uh, it, it's going to be exciting. I don't know how big Estevan is compared to the Big O, uh, but when you get to Oswegan, have you been to a race at the Big O? No, I haven't. Buddy, I'm telling you, uh, what a track. You're going to love it, not only as yeah. a driver, uh, but I, I, I guarantee you, you will be in awe when you get out and actually have a look at it. You can look at it online. You can watch videos, all that kind of stuff. There is nothing like standing in uh, in Glenn's backyard and having a look at that yeah. racetrack. It is beautiful. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can tell you that for sure. 
Yeah. I, I can't wait to see how many people are there for that race. Like, there's so many people that are off the charts, like, excited about that event. You know, and, and it is so refreshing to see. Like, you know, with the NASCAR Pinty Series, it, it seemed like, you know, you hit the rewind button to 17, 18, and you were obviously, like, you know, just kind of on the cusp of getting rolling. Um, but, like, it seemed like it was kind of stale, you know, like it seemed like we were going to the same tracks over and over again. You were. And it was, there There was nothing really new. There was no lifeblood, if you will, like flowing into the series. There was just trickles um, of, yeah. of like this is happening or this is happening. Um, but when you look at 2022, and you have to feel it as well, um, uh, There, there's a ton of momentum behind the series heading into 22. There's a ton, and there's a lot of new drivers, a lot of um, drivers that would only do part time that are coming back full time. It's it's gonna it's gonna be one of the most competitive seasons I think in in Pinty's in, in years. Well, Brett, final question for you tonight. We surely do appreciate the time. I can guarantee you that. Uh, we're looking at CTMP, uh, Victoria Fest weekend. It is going to be race one in the NASCAR Penny Series on Victoria Day weekend. Uh, let's call the shot right here so that we can rewind this tape uh, on that Sunday night. And Brett can say, see, I told you back in March what I was going to do today, and I did it. Where are you going to finish that race, man? Oh, that's a good one. I don't think it's race number one, though. I think it's race number two, but um, I thought Sunset's race number one. But, oh, uh, you're right. Sunset's you're right. Okay, race number two. Sorry. So am I correcting? I shouldn't be correcting you, right? No, Sorry, no, you did, you, you did good. You did good. I'm hoping for uh, a podium, third. Nice. Third place. Yeah. Third place. Yeah. And uh, like on a road course, how uh, score yourself on road courses? You need improvement or are you coming along? You're getting excited to go to a road course now. I've, you know, all, all of us uh, in the series that aren't French can always probably say we need improvement on, on the road courses. The French guys are just at another level than we are. Uh, but I do feel that I haven't really had a, you know, there's always been some reason why we haven't been able to run as good as we have in this season. Um, we'll watch out for us on uh, a CTMP. But before you do let me go, I do want to quickly talk about my new sponsor that I have for this season. Do you have a quick sec? Oh, absolutely. You fly away okay. there, man. Great. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys saw the post, but I got North Country Property Maintenance on board. They're our primary primary sponsor for this season, along with uh, Fast Eddie Choco and uh, TCB, which is coming back as well. And it's really exciting, guys, because, you know, as a driver, you don't, like, sometimes you you can stand behind your your, uh, your, your sponsors and your partners, and, and you can, you, you understand, and, and you really you really jive with what, what their business is, and that's what it is with, with me and, and all these guys, because... You know, uh, Pat and Marianne Corrado, they are the owners of North Country Property Maintenance. They're hard workers. They play even harder, just like Ed Hackinson, just like Marty Jansen and Elizabeth Jansen from TCB. Like, we're all the same. It's, it's really cool to have, like, a good group of people supporting me. 
and I can't wait to show you guys what we're going to do this year. Uh, it's going to be exciting, and I know we can't wait for it, Brett. You did awesome. Uh, one final thing. one Just one yeah. little final thing. If you want to get some seat time in, of course, you are out that way. Grab a late model. That Western Rattler 300 at uh, Penticton has uh, that, that, that's got some that's got some real good merit to it there, bud. You should make it to that race. You'll be fresh I as know. a daisy. I know. I was talking to Trevor actually last week, and he's a good buddy of mine. I was talking to Al and trying to trying to trying to get a car, trying to get a trying to trying to see what I can do. It's, it's still an option for us. Doesn't Hathaway got one sitting in the shop over there? Yeah. Hathaway's got a prolate sitting Listen, over there. If that's Hathaway, really good. If Hathaway's got one sitting in the shop, it'll be Hathaway's butt in it. He's given up <laughs> all know. his pinty stuff. Uh, it, it would be exciting, Brett, to see you out in that race. That is going to be uh, Canada's kickoff to a season. Uh, it, it, it would just be super to see you. I'm just saying. I know. It's, it's, it's also coming at a difficult time for anybody that runs the pinties because it's really one of the last weekends before our series kicks off, and it's, it's and, you know, te- back to the testing um, in Ontario, you know, or anywhere in Canada, really, you got, we, we got to fight with waiting until the snow is off the ground to get on the tracks, right? So right. There's that, there's that small window between tracks are clean and it's not a week before the race. So, that, you know, that's what we're struggling with right now and, and trying to make that decision because we have, we have five test days booked. So how do you fit in five test days? in a three-week window and and a, and a two-day-long race weekend. Yeah, well, it's just, right. just test after the 30th of April. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Brett, uh, it's been great catching up with you. We're excited to see how that three goes in uh, in the series. And, uh, man, I know you're going to do well. We'll get you back on the show tons, I can guarantee it. And uh, good you, luck, bud. Hey, safe travels. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Take care. You betcha. Brett Taylor in the three. Uh, Going to be exciting, Junior. He is uh, He's the real deal. Good cat. He is for sure. And, and uh, really looking forward to seeing. You know, last year uh, they got out of the box, of course, uh, they, a ton of momentum for EHR. Um, they won the Fan Cave Challenge uh, Championship uh, in 2020, uh, rolled out 2021. Um, four teams, you know, <laughs> busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heading into 22, I think you're going to see um, uh, an even more aggressive EHR. And, uh, you know, when you look at, at the addition to the sponsorship, you can hear the excitement in his voice. You can hear, you know, the poise. He 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 knows that he belongs now. He doesn't just feel like it or, you know, he, you could tell. He, he wants to go out and get it. And uh, Brett Taylor is going to be uh, really interesting to watch, and and uh, hats off to him. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It's called earning it, and he's earned his way there. Watch him go uh, this uh, 2022. It's going to be awesome. We're going to hit this break when we come back. Dennis Duvall is going to join us. Going to tell you about a brand new board game, uh, Motor City Madness. You don't want to miss this. Stick around. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, race fans, this is Tracy Hoskins at the Track Reporter for Race Time Radio. You are listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM Channel 167. Race Time Radio will be right back.
The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super Red Pro Model teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and Super Pro Late Models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the Street Stock 100 and a Super Pro Late Model Western Rattler 300. The green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her in one piece. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. For two decades. Hello, fellow Americans. The artists who make history. It's the music that keeps me going. Have made it. Here, we live 20 years of Sirius XM with performances, interviews, and magic moments from Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, and so much more. We're going to do some acoustic versions of songs off of Lover. 20 years, 20 defining moments, one collection. Only on the SXM app. Thank you so much. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Comic and impressionist Rich Little. I imitate a lot of people on radio. You know, people listening thought they were the real people. So they wanted to meet Elvis and John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart. And so they all came down to the radio station and they said to me, Oh, Rich, when you walk out, they're going to mob you. And, um, of course, there weren't any. It was just me. And somebody said, there's nobody. It was just Rich Little. And I walked out and got booed. <laughs> Canada Talks, Sirius XM Channel 167. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM Channel 20. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. We're just getting started, and Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But if I was a pet man, I'd say he will. Now, back to Race Time Radio and the Joes, Joe and Joe Jr. Okay, welcome back everybody to Race Time Radio. Got to change that one up. I'll tell you that right now because I'm not going to be putting my foot in my trap no more. Thanks, Andy Abdu. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? Exciting stuff here. 
Uh, it, you know, we all love going to the racetrack and watching the races and uh, taking part in everything. But every now and then, you know, uh, the dreaded rain man shows up. And uh, we, we got to burn time. We got looking for things to do as we wait for the races to resume. Uh, and, uh, that you know, we, we all look for stuff to do. Well, how about this? A brand new board game out. Uh, our next guest is the founder of Motor City Madness. Uh, his name is Dennis DeVault. He's created a game, and it's race-based. We're going to find out more about it right now. Dennis, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, Joe. How about yourself? Fantastic, my friend. You developed, <laughs> you and Craig come along and you develop yourself a race game. How does this all work? Well, uh, well let's see. Uh, basically, Joe, what it was is that uh, in, in the late 90s, I had a huge collection of uh, 164 of these beautiful little die-cast cars. But after a while, you start collecting and you put them in boxes and store them, and they're, they're just sitting there, and they're so nice, so... I just thought I'd. I, if I, what, what if? What would it look like if I turned them into game pieces? But now I have to create a game. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so, anyways, I, I'm that kind of guy. You know, I got. I had some time, and uh, you know, I like to have fun. So I would just uh, draw up something and uh, start putting markers on 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 a piece of paper, and then uh, roll the dice and. And from there, I develop uh, cards uh, and play. And then eventually, I had a, 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 an acquaintance that was a graphic artist, and uh, he um, he basically helped me uh, uh, draw a proper looking game so it would look playable. So I took it to uh, bars and, and, and so on. So over the years, uh, I've been play testing it with uh, different uh, groups of people. You know, you want to mm-hmm. try to create some that that's fun for the masses, but also has that race element to it. Uh, you know your pit stops, your your your, your flat tires, and 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 so on. So, uh, anyways, it, it turned out to be uh, to what we have today. And I, I believe Craig sent you a, a picture of of the game. Yes. And uh, so basically, this is where we're at. Uh, uh, over the years, uh, it just got better and better, and now we're at the point where we're you know. Uh, uh, Instead of just sitting around and just uh, holding on to it, why don't I share it with the rest of the world, you know? There so you now go. now what we've done is uh, basically um, contacted uh, certain people and so on. And then we wanted to, to for the game to be part of the racing world. And uh, it just happened that uh, Gary Elliott, I was communicating with a young man uh, at uh, back and forth, and, and I, I, I showed him the game, and he goes, oh, my God, this is, this is cool. And so I said, how about you... Uh, you post that on your Instagram, and I'll post you on my Instagram. So we start sharing that that kind of thing, and and lo and behold, he says you gotta you gotta go on Joe Chisholm's show, and I said, uh, wow, wow, that's that's a big step, and and here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dennis, tell me, uh, is this a game that uh, two people play, four people? Does it matter how many people, or uh, is there a minimum, a maximum sort of thing? Okay, this game here plays uh, two to six people, uh, and, uh, and and it involves a, uh, a, a track. It's an oval uh, a, a platform. It's an oval racetrack. Uh, it has a 12-sided dice, and uh, once you pick your cards, uh, everybody that uh, wants to raise their own favorite little die cast, uh, the game comes with six uh, 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 nameless die cast. But uh, for those that want to raise their favorite racing car, the uh, Whoever wants to race uh, their favorite movie uh, series car or, or 
or open wheel car or or race car, stock car, you can bring it along, and then uh, you line you line yourself up, and once you start playing the rolling the, the dice, you move at and uh, on markers, and the track has uh, uh, markers along the track that uh, some were good, bad, ugly, and if you land on on certain markers, then you uh, you play the cards uh, appropriate to it. That's cool. Uh, that it's, is. Uh, it's, a, it's a very exciting game. Um, it's also uh, uh, for all ages, seven and up, and uh, and we've attracted, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of people that are in different categories, uh, families, uh, race car fans. I've tried, I've tried uh, uh, old people, young kids, everybody. Everybody loves it, and uh, uh, yeah. That's cool. So is it available, uh, like, is it just available on your website? Is it in production now? Are you, like, are you full full launch, ready to roll? Well, what we've done, um, uh, we've lined ourselves up. We, we're, we're ready for production, Joe, but what we're going to be, we're ready to, to, to launch a, a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds to go into production. Uh, Kickstarter and another uh, crowdfunding called uh, GameFound. So we're going to have a, uh, our game uh, posted on that. Uh, we're hoping by the end of March, give or take. And uh, and what's uh, we're, it's just going to expose the game, and 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 then from there, uh, backers will uh, uh, donate money for us to uh, to go into production. Other than that, we're ready to go, and we've had some samples done, and everything looks good. And uh, so we're we're hoping after this campaign, once it's successful, then we're ready to go. We. Uh, we we have the website uh, w uh, motorcitymadnessgame.com. So if if your listener want to see what the, the game looks like and and, and get some updates, um, we also have uh, Instagram at motor underscore city madness, and uh, we got an email if people want to email us at uh, racecarentertainment at gmail.com. and uh, from there people could see uh, on our website what the product is all about and uh, get updates. Is that a very exciting? That's cool. Uh, so the, the the basis of the game is obviously to uh, to get your car back around to uh, to the finish line first. It's uh, yes, racing, uh, racing. That's right. Racing pretty self explanatory in that in that respect. But if if uh, if now I'm I'm pointing across the the table here. If 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 my dad and I are racing against each other and and he bumps into me and he wrecks me. <laughs> Is there a suspension if I throw my helmet at him, or or like it, 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 you got to wait to get down into the pits to get into a fisticuff, or how does that work? <laughs> well, I I, I, li- I like your your way of racing. Uh, as, as a matter of fact, <laughs> in that kind of rule, as a matter of fact, uh, in our game, there's four decks of cards. You have the uh, good, bad, and and ugly, uh, and also punch it. Now, each each deck uh, have what they call house rule cards, so they're blank. So. A rule like yours, you can make up any rule you want and put it in the deck. Hey, if you want if you want to play at that level. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But yeah, don't and, bump uh, into my car. Don't <laughs> bump into my car. Now, do these cars? Uh, I haven't seen the game. Uh, do these okay. cars in the in the game? Are they fendered cars? Are they open wheel cars? What do the cars look like? Okay, so uh, when we we. When we sourced out production, the only diecasts we could find were small uh, open-wheel cars. They're uh, generic cars. Uh, there's six of them, and they're uh, the 164 scale. Ah. So basically, they're, they're, they're there just to, uh, uh, if people want to, they're game pieces, actually. 
Sure. Uh, now, if you have your favorite die cast, if you have your, uh, you know, the one that's in the blister pack that's been put away and collecting dust forever, now just take it out of the blister pack and make it race. You can roll with role play now. And you can so, even make it a dirt track, right, Dennis? All you got to do is take a little bit of dirt and lay it on top of the board, <laughs> and you can have a dirt track. <laughs> you guys should be my marketing department. <laughs> hey, I can I see. I can see a lot of. You know, you're in the right spot for this. Winter time in a race shop, a couple beers. You know, couple, oh yeah, couple uh, couple guys playing. Uh, uh, you know, some some music and sitting in the race shop right beside their car that they just got torn apart. Um, oh yeah. You know, I yeah, could definitely, well, I could definitely see it, it happening. Yeah, I'll tell you a quick story, Joe. When I first took it out play marketing, I was testing it. Uh, there was a, a, a little bar here in Brampton. I live in Brampton, Ontario. And Craig and I are both city of Brampton bus drivers. But anyways, uh, that was a few years back. I went to a bar called Hooters. And uh, it was on a Sunday. And the Sunday they had on their, their menu a NASCAR Sunday. So anyways, um, I, I decided to bring the game in because there was fellas there watching the race every Sunday. They were watching the NASCAR. So I said to the boys, I said, guys, I said, how about uh, I buy you all a pitcher of beer and uh, some chicken wings and you guys play my game and you give me uh, your your uh, your results. But <laughs> it took five minutes. It started into a fight because I had a pocket full of cars and I guess one of the cars, they didn't want it. One guy wasn't happy with him and so on. But anyways, it, it turned out to be such a fun game that the uh, – bar manager asked me to bring it back the next week so i said to the guys i said guys if i come back again do you guys want to play so uh they all said yeah bring it we're, we're going to show back up so anyways i brought it again and this time there was about 30 40 people there they brought 10 members to watch and uh this time they brought their own cards <laughs> so it turned out to be such a great time that the, the, the bar owner wanted me to leave it there and and and, and turn it into a tournament and i said well I said, I, I, I don't know what, how I could do that. I have to have permission from NASCAR, I guess, because he was ready to get a, a, a sponsor to come and sponsor the thing. So I, I, I took it as a compliment, but I, I, I said, well, I said, I don't want it to go missing anything. It's just a prototype. But it, the, the outlook was so great. The, the people had such a great time. It, it was phenomenal. And like you said, you know, you, you have a few beers uh, and, and a bunch of guys. You're, if you're going to the race, you're in the infield. You play the game and... And uh, you just have a great time. It's a really, really fun game. That's cool. So, Dennis, uh, where can fans have a look at it? Where can they uh, find out more information? Yeah, you could go on our website, MotorCityMadnessGame.com. You'll see pictures and and information on the game. Uh, You can get in touch with us at uh, uh, RaceCarEntertainment at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram motor underscore city madness and uh yeah we're looking forward to hearing from all your listeners and yourself joe you yeah. know what once we get a couple of more samples i'll send you a game yeah Absolutely. yeah we'd love it we'd love it junior and i'll uh, do that we'll uh and i promise i won't wreck them <laughs> you better not i'll lap them though <laughs> I, i'm not responsible for any injuries <laughs> yeah too funny dennis we got to thank you for the time tonight on race time uh surely do appreciate it congratulations and uh yeah definitely keep us posted oh yes and thank you so much for having us joe uh it's uh i'm really really happy that uh, you let us come on and uh 
share share our uh, concept and our, our invention with your your listeners. Hey, we're all one big happy motorsports family, buddy. Good uh, good good luck. Get her put together, and uh, I know we look forward to uh, seeing it. Wonderful. I'll make sure you get one, and uh, and uh, we'll keep in touch. And hopefully, next time we talk, it's when it's in, it, it's it's out there in the market. Sounds awesome. That is uh, Dennis Duvall. The game is Motor City Madness. Uh, you can check him out online. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty cool game there, Junior. Yeah, definitely. It looks pretty cool. It's. Uh, I definitely urge everybody to check it out. It, it is definitely. I could see how it could get pretty feisty. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, you know, when you look at Monopoly and stuff like that, you know, you're more worried about the stack of cash. You know, you're not worried about getting around back around to go. Right. But if the if the whole idea of Monopoly was to get back to go first. Well, wouldn't that be exciting? Well, everybody'd want to get back to go everybody'd first. Everybody'd want to get back to go first to get your two hundred bucks. Well, the, no difference with this deal. It would be. Uh, it, it, it definitely looks like a, a pretty cool game. You can you can yeah. check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, it definitely looks cool. Hats off to them. Um, you know, it's uh, I could see uh, I could see a bunch of people. I know. You know, just off the top of my head, you know, right. you think about the the parties that you see on Instagram. And yeah. You, you think you know guys like uh, like Colton Everham and those guys and and uh you know the the ray mornos and and uh those types of guys uh same with sitting around the campfires at places like autumn colors classic um you know with rick waltz and his his group <laughs> like they, it could be a lot of fun man and and uh hats off to them and and it's racers we got to support racing that's what we do it's racing and it's, uh, you know, definitely support the, the industry that we love. That's what it's all about. We're going to hit our final break of the night when we come back. Off to Calgary we go, and we're going to grab Kelly Admiral. He is heading for that Western uh, Rattler 300. He's going, and we're going to find out how uh, things are coming along uh, with the race car and the preparations. Stay with us. We will be back. Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Cold temperatures mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quick, quick fire starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quick, quick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian. And so is Quick, Quick. They're available online. Go to quickquick.com and they ship to your door. Quick, quick fire starters. They work. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa Know How. 
The wait is over. Join us live at Penticton Speedway in beautiful British Columbia. Friday, April 29th and Saturday, April 30th for the first ever Western Rattler 300 weekend. It's the best Super and Pro Laymodel teams from Western Canada, plus invaders from the U.S. and Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and more. It's Canada's richest spring short track race weekend. And it's all live, flag to flag, worldwide on Racetimeradio.com. April 29th is qualifying for street stocks and Super Pro Lay models. Then April 30th, Canadian short track history will be made in the Street Stock 100 and the Super Pro Lay model Western Rattler 300. The green flag flies both nights at 7 p.m. Who will be Canada's first big race winner? Tune in live and find out. For tickets and event info, get to PentictonSpeedway.com. Everybody have a safe one. Keep her in one piece. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Endigadish, Nova Scotia. And Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuel, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Man, I can't wait to get back to the track. Oh, my. Uh, and the, 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 the race we're all excited to get to is, of course, the uh, first one on the schedule, and that is the Western Rattler 300. Uh, going to take place at Penticton, B.C. It's 300 laps. Uh, you want to make sure that you know exactly what you're doing, and our next guest has got to be one of those guys that has got to be benchmarked as one of the favorites. His name, Kelly Admiral. He drives the number eight. It's got whiskey on the side of it. At least it did. Uh, and he joins us on the hotline. What's going on, Kelly? How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Man, it's been a while since we've had you on the show. Uh, how's that number eight coming along? You getting her ready to go for the 300? Yeah, no, it's, uh, the car's coming along good. Um, you know we're uh, we're just gearing up really hard right now uh, to prepare for that race. Uh, you know a little earlier than normal because you know in Alberta here we're we're used to starting the race season late. So you know uh, starting racing in April is uh, a little little unaccustomed to us. So you know we're we're getting going, we're getting ready, and we're we're pumped about it. Yeah, awesome stuff. I know. Soon as uh, well, last weekend when Trevor. Uh, you know, he joined us and uh, pop, popped the news to everybody that we will be carrying it live. Uh, the, the first thing, uh, well, I got to tell you, one of the first guys I thought of out the shoot when I heard of this race was you. I thought, man, I'll bet you Kelly will be geared up. Oh, man, well, I appreciate that, you know. Uh, yeah, no, really, really excited about this race. This is huge for Western Canadian racing. Yeah, the money that's going to be paid out, uh, all the details. You can see all the details at PantictonSpeedway.com. Uh, but, Kelly, you are one of those guys. You race 
uh, everywhere. Uh, we've seen you here when the Canadian Short Track Nationals were on at Jucasa. I believe you made the trip to Ontario, didn't you? Yeah, you bet I did. You know, I uh, I love going to, uh, you know, big Canadian racing. You know, I'm a big supporter of, uh, of Canadian racing, especially, you know, out west here. So, yeah, you know, if it's a big race, you name it, I'll be there. So, Penticton Speedway, uh, I've never seen it. Um, uh, I've seen Auto Clearing uh, or Saskatoon. Uh, now it's uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway, uh, the new name I might add for Saskatoon. Uh, seen that racetrack. It's a beautiful little racetrack. I know you have won lots of races there. Uh, how about Penticton? Have you raced on Penticton? Well, you know, I've actually, I've never raced at Penticton, but uh, as a as a family growing up, you know, when I was a little kid, uh, we, you know, we'd take vacations to Penticton and we'd go watch races at Penticton Speedway. So to finally be able to race there and to race in this kind of style where it's so prestigious, we're going to have the best racers from the, re- from the West competing, you know, I, I'm just really pumped about it. And so it's, it's going to be really awesome, you know, my first, you know, debut at Penticton Speedway after watching racing there as a child to be racing for $10,000 against the best in the West. You know, I'm I'm really excited about it. <laughs> You'll be uh, gunning for it, so to speak, pardon the pun. But uh, uh, <laughs> now to see the racetrack is one, and I guess Trevor has done a lot of work on it too. Uh, last year did a bunch of paving. Uh, they, they did a pile of changes to that speedway. I wonder how it does compare or shake out uh, I know it's progressive banking. I wonder how it stacks up uh, or compares to from a from a race car side of things to what you're used to running at Saskatoon. Yeah, definitely. You know, with with the work they've done with the repaving, the remodeling of that place, it seems like they've really put a huge effort into making sure that that second groove, that outside line, is you know com- competitive when you're racing and. Uh, you know, in the few races, you know, I've kind of paid attention to. It seems like that's that's what it is, and you know, they've done what they've set out to accomplish, and you know, just make good race and you know, have good side by side racing. And so that's going to be really important, especially these 300 laps when you have tire wear. You know, having those, that option to go to the outside. You know, um, I think you know they've done a great job of developing that, and I think it's going to be really exciting from green flag to checkered. Really, by all accounts, and I, I don't think you've ever raced on this track, but I could be wrong. Um, it's it stands out to me and looks uh, and reminds me a lot of Sunset Speedway, just the way that it's kind of laid out and put together. Um, you know, when you look at at uh, you know the progressive banking that that's at Sunset Speedway, um, you look at the um, the different lines in how the guys can get into the corner, get off the corner. Um, it, it would be a super frustrating race <laughs> because. Because really, when you throw it in there on the bottom, you have to compensate and you have to be able to get off the corner. But then the guy on the top, if he sails it off in there, uh, he's got to compensate too. Uh, but if he does, he's going to have the run on the top side. So it, it seems like uh, a really fun race to watch, um, you know, a really fun place to watch racing. And, you know, that translates into being fun behind the wheel as well. When you look at auto clearing, auto clearing, you can can set your car up to be one groove um, more so, I think, than than what you would see at at Penticton. Um, but I, I, you know, that's just from the outside looking in. I haven't. Seen-
seen it. And I'm excited to see it. I, I just it stands out to me that uh, that I think that Sunset and and that place will run really similar to each other. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sounds like it. I've never run at Sunset personally, but uh, you know, I've run at uh, a bunch of quarter mile tracks, and you know, this seems like one of those those few uh, you know since remodeled that you can have that outside lane and you know if you do overdrive the corner regardless of the lane you don't you do have to compensate for that and you have to make up for it um and so you have to kind of set your car up for sure uh, to be able to you know be able to manipulate those lanes you know throughout the race and and uh you know put yourself in a good position and be able to have that longevity and have that uh you know have that maneuverability uh, and those options throughout the race, you know, it's 300 laps around a quarter mile track. That's, you know, that's a long race. That's a hard battle the whole time. So, you know, you have to have a car that's, that's very diverse. With Kelly Admiral tonight, he drives the number eight, a uh, super late model. Uh, Kelly, how did the season finish off uh, for 2021? Did you finish it up uh, down in the, uh, down in the U S I know you like sliding across the border, uh, a bunch of you guys out there do that at the end of the year. Did you do that at the end of this uh, past season? Unfortunately, we didn't. Uh, we didn't get a chance to. You know, with, with you know with the COVID craziness, you know, we weren't able to get down there. Unfortunately, um, but we had, we had a pretty good season uh, up here in Saskatoon, although it was abbreviated. Uh, we were supposed to go to our last race in Saskatoon in uh, September there, but. The day before the race, I tested positive for COVID, so I, you know, oh. we had to sit it out, which was unfortunate. But you know, it's just uh, the climate of the world right now, and so you know, we have to deal with that. And you know, that's okay. We're you know, we're coming back stronger next year, and gives us more time to prep. Oh yeah, and you've got that out of the way. Now your antibodies are all cranked up. You'll be you'll be Superman out there now. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> that's the way to have it uh now the car how is it going to look uh i know we got the white car up does it look the same what's the uh, paint scheme going to look like when we hit Penticton? you know it looks absolutely the same as a big whiskey smoke decal all over the doors with the the purple number eight on the rear quarter panel i know it's really you know unconventional for most uh most late model guys running the number on the rear quarter but you know, we seem to like it, and we like having our big whiskey smoke sponsor uh, taking up the door and supporting them. So we're gonna we're gonna run it like that again. Well, you see, NASCAR liked it so much they put the cup cars just like you had your car uh, last year. And I know DJ Kennington loves putting the number at the back and making that sponsor cup, as big as possible. The cup cars don't have the numbers on the rear quarters. Well, they, they the got cup it cars moved. have like, they got all the way moved. at the front. Yeah, but it's not in the center of the door like it used to be. No, but it's not at the rear quarter. It's I mean, he's got like a like an outlaw super late model look to it. Uh, that's I I like it. He's I, got a beautiful looking I, car. You do have a beautiful looking race car, and and uh, uh, there's a soft spot in my heart for a white race car. It's uh, it's just the way that it is. White race cars look good, and uh, yeah, definitely. But but I will say this. The number on the cup cars are not on the recorders. No, they're not. They're moved up. <laughs> what chassis have you got underneath you in that number eight car, Kelly? So I, I'm running a Van Dorn chassis. Uh, you know, they, they sponsored our series back in 2018 and sponsored me a chassis, and we've been developing it uh, with them ever since. And, uh, you know, I'm really happy with it, really happy with the performance and the support that they that they give us 
uh, you know, Johnny and Butch, uh, they're really good guys. Um, they give us so much support, more than I would have ever imagined. And we're really happy with the performance of the car. Um, you know, more than anything, it's it's been great. Yeah, good people, uh, seen and familiar with their equipment. Of course, uh, seen uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick here in the province of Ontario running Van Dorn stuff. Uh, that that would have been, uh, I got to go back a little bit because we got COVID in there, uh, probably 2019, uh, but right out to the East Coast of Canada in the Parts for Trucks Tour, now the East Coast International Tour. Uh, Van Doren equipment out there, the 67 of Blankhorn. Uh, they, they're successful. Butch and Johnny know what they're doing with those cars. Oh, absolutely they do. I mean, they know so much more than me. They've been in this business and they know how to win races, and you know, so being able to lean on them and their expertise is is invaluable. You know, it's it's really incredible having them and having their support. So you'll fire up April 29th and the 30th at Penticton Speedway, the Rattler 300. What comes up after that? What do you got on the schedule for 2022 for you personally? For myself personally, after the 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 Rattler. Uh, we're going to the Bridge City 200 in Saskatoon, uh, which is another 10 grand to win race. You know, it's uh, the biggest race in Saskatoon in over a decade, and you know they just announced this recently, and we're we're super pumped about it, and uh, you know just so excited to be able to support that event and to you know have, have you know have this magnitude of an event in Saskatoon again, where it deserves to be. You know, because they're just such a great facility, and it's run by such great people. And the fans there, the fans there are just incredible. Every time I go there, I'm just blown away by the support of the fans and how many of them there are. So really excited that we're getting a big race, big ten grand to win race there. Um, so yeah, that's that's what next that's what's uh, next for us after the Rattler. If you just win both of them, you buy the beer for the rest of the season for everybody, yeah. right? Is that how that oh, works? Absolutely, <laughs> not a problem, right? <laughs> you, you guys better come down now. That's going to be a party. I'm, I'm I'm there now. One other race you got to put on your race schedule: uh, the IWK 250. I, I got a sneaky suspicion, Kelly Admiral, that one there would fit you like a glove as well. Let it riverside it would be a trip for you uh to make it out there but i'll tell you it would pay huge dividends to go out you would have a great time at that race and uh you it would fit you like a glove you know absolutely and you know i've been i've been to riverside before so that's definitely not of a question and i'm definitely not going to deny that i'm going there so you know we'll we'll see I, I had a really good conversation with a guy, and I'll, I'll leave him unnamed for now, but I had a great conversation um, about this very thing. And, you know, with the addition of the 200 at Saskatoon, with the addition of the Rattler at Penticton, there is a massive opportunity for late model guys right now in Canada. When you, when you look at at you know the the 660 Speedway 250 right it used to be the uh, Auto Value bumper to bumper right. 250 um, but uh, the the one at Speedway 660 uh, that's on Labor Day weekend you look at the Cat 250 in in Atlantic Canada that that's a, a race that pays well over 10, 10 grand to win oh right? yeah Scotia Speed World yeah uh, IWK 250 is well over ten grand to win oh yeah. Um, you know, you look at at 
the um, races like the Beat the Heat 150 at Sauble Speedway, you know, five grand to win in, in Ontario. Um, you look at, um, uh, by the sounds of it, there's a big one at Delaware Speedway um, coming up. Um, uh, there's, there's a handful of races throughout the year where you could race for big money and go coast to coast and really be that trophy hunter, be that guy that races for a grand total of, you know, $300,000 by the end of the year. You know, when you, when you look at it, um, there's, which that opportunity hasn't been there for a lot of years. Um, but you know, you hit the rewind button guys like junior Hanley and Don Biederman and those guys, they used to do that very thing, right? They would go to big money shows uh, in Canada. They would go to big money shows in the U S yeah. They'd have to go across the border. Riverside was out there. Uh, there would be some at Cayuga Speedway here. Yeah, there would be like um, the Molson Export Series. There would right. be like the Goodyear Challenge Cup. There would Curly be would those have types the ACT things, stuff right? going. But but there was guys that uh, you know I, I love the series, and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the different series that are across the country. Whether it be the you know the APC series, whether it be the uh, Maritime Pro Stock Tour, I'm just saying that that's a different opportunity for for some people. Um, you know, to go out and run big shows, big marquee shows for a lot of money, um, you know, and, and have it coast to coast, you would have the opportunity to attract some, some different types of sponsorship if you were racing in multiple provinces throughout the course of the year. Right. And, and, uh, that, that really hasn't been, that, that hasn't happened for, for a number of years. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Kelly, uh, you're going to get any testing in uh, ahead of the Rattler? I guess it's probably kind of a tough order, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, can't get any testing done here realistically. You know, typically end of April, we still got snow here in Alberta. So, you know, we're going to go in, we're going to go into the Rattler dry and, you know, I imagine, you know, with the, the help of my crew and how hard they work, you We'll hit the ground running. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'll tell you that. Uh, look forward to catching up with you out there. Uh, safe travels. I know uh, testing, I believe, is that Thursday, I believe, is going to be a test day. So you get an opportunity there. Uh, will you roll in on Thursday or are you going to wait right till Friday? Oh, we'll roll in as early as we can. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, get, just chomping at the bit to get the season started. Kelly, this has been great catching up with you. Noah, look forward to seeing you out there. Uh, good luck, safe travels, and uh, get that whiskey smoke car going. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me on. It was great talking to you. Can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. You betcha. That's Kelly Admiral. Watch for him. Uh, in the 300, going to be interesting, Junior. Uh, another guy that is, uh, you know, put his hat in the ring, says he's going to go. Uh, uh, Kyle Reed. You know the Reed boys? Chris Reed, Kyle Reed. By the sounds of it, Kyle Reed going to throw his hat into the ring. Uh, we're going to find out more as time uh, gets closer here. And we're going to preview some of these guys that are going to be at that race. Big street stock race, too. It's huge for them. Uh, going to be 100 left, the Venom 100. Uh, and we're going to get into the breakdown of the race, the Baker's Dozen, uh, the way that it's all going to be laid out. We're going to have up to 30 cars start the feature. 
uh, which is going to be off the hook. That's a lot of cars. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be uh, it's going to be really exciting. We've, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, they're definitely onto something, and and uh, hats off to them for it. It's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting to watch, and and uh, it's going to be exciting to to see come together. Um, it's uh, you know the 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 not necessarily the pressure the they're setting they're up in the ante right they're the they're, the pressure is on um other tracks to get creative and and create events that are that are special and stand alone and uh you know they when you look at uh, at this race um and and how they're building it out um you know it it, it takes that special storyline it's not just about the money you know, it's it's about the time of year. You know, it, oh, yeah. it lines up with everybody's schedule. What a way it, to get uh, the season started! Exactly. It's uh, um, you know it, the only tough part is I wish it was like thirty four hours closer. <laughs> well, it's not bad when you're in an aircraft like we're no, going to be. It's going to be real easy. The three hundred laps, though, uh, that big strategy. You know, two fifty is a long race. Yep. I've seen the IWK two fifty for the last eleven years. Uh, add another 50 laps on top of that. It's got to change the psyche. It's got to change everything. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, you, you with uh, DJ and uh, Andrew Ranger in the NASCAR Penny Series, you guys run 300-lap races. Yep. Uh, is there a big difference between the 300s that you run yeah, and absolutely. the 250s? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just when it comes time for, for saving your stuff, um, it, it puts such a premium through at the middle of the race and, and you, you know, it, it creates opportunity for guys to save their stuff. And even if they have a subpar handling car, a, a, a person that can save can still be there at the end. And a person that has a really good handling car can dupe themselves, drive away with it and burn their stuff up. And, uh, you know, it creates those comers and goers. Uh, no matter how they do the layout, there's going to be a, a section in there where you stop and you get tires, um, where you get fuel. Um, Yellow and, flags and, don't count, right? And like as, these are all exactly. green flag laps. Yeah, and as well, there's going to be there's going to be a spot in there where you can make adjustments. So really, it, in a 300-lap race, um, your car has to be like a second faster than the field for you to not be thinking adjustments when you roll in there on that on that halfway break um, or or whenever that that cycle is whenever that break cycle is it's going to be right around halfway yeah so when you look at uh, you know a 300 lap race you got to be thinking not today not or not right now not what the car's doing right now you got to think 150 laps out you got to think about what it's going to do at the end of this race and uh, it creates it, it creates opportunities for guys to dial themselves out it creates opportunities for guys to dial themselves in and uh, all those things attribute to good racing um, and it makes people make mistakes and I, I'm a firm believer in order to have a good race half the field needs to make a mistake now do you see half the field making a big mistake no but it might be an air pressure wrong yeah. it might be just something, something small. tiny it might be just not being able to get off a of turn four the right take way. a tenth off exactly right? yeah. and, and those little those little mistakes are what create um, you know, passing, it creates the storylines, it creates all those different things. And, uh, you know, when you look at uh, a 300-lap race, all of those things are attributed in there. I can't wait to get Brad Mann's take on it as it all unfolds live. Uh, Brad is used to those long races. He is a uh, true veteran behind the wheel of a pro stock car, seven-time champion on the East Coast, not all on pro stock. 
but he has got a lot of titles, a lot of wins. He knows what it takes to go 300 laps. Uh, it is going to be very interesting. Uh, that's to use one of his sayings. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be off the hook. But that is going to do it for Junior and I here tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. i got to thank Susie Q right here. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto. And uh, there was a few people have trouble getting on the stream tonight. Uh, pretty stormy, I guess, right across the country in different pockets. Uh, that's the only thing I can attribute it to because it was working, and then it didn't work, and then it worked. So uh, that's the first time we've had trouble with uh, the old stream in a while. But uh, we got to chalk it up to the weather. That is going to do it for us tonight. Have a safe one, everybody. And we look forward to catching up with you next Sunday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, all live on Racetimeradio.com and on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. Have a safe one. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.